podcast is copyrighted by Unified Christian Media and is for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this podcast including pictures, descriptions, or accounts of the content of this broadcast without consent is strictly prohibited. Welcome to the Unified Christian Podcast, where two men, with two ethnic backgrounds, two walks of life, and two different relationships with Jesus Christ, share their thoughts and opinions on Christian views to ultimately find one truth, making us unified. Now here are your hosts Jason Twyman and Rufus Wilson. All right. Well, we are live here in the Unified Christian yeah, Podcast Studio, and we are back. We're back. And summer break is over, and we are jumping headfirst back into this podcast today. And I'm here with my compadre and my best friend, brother in Christ, Rufus Wilson. I am Jason Twyman. We are happy to be here this evening. And we're going today, we're going to talk about the topic of prayer and expectations. And it's going to be a great topic. It's going to be a great conversation. We are live streaming these. You guys can check us out on Twitch, on Facebook Live. You can check us out on YouTube Live. And also we are on Instagram as well. We get notifications. We schedule our podcasts and we notify our followers and our fans. You guys can check those out. Interact with us. We would love to hear from you. We usually do 15 minutes up front. 15 minutes on the back to be able to hear from feedback from you guys and be able to share your thoughts and opinions with us. We do value your opinion. We do value your thoughts and we are always trying to do better and to share with you guys the word of God and to bring us together as Christians and brothers and sisters in Christ yep. and get us together on the same page as we fight the everyday battles of the world and sin of our flesh. Sounds good. It's good, man. It's good to be back. <laughs> yeah, it feels great. It's good to be back. It was a nice break. Did you do anything special over the break? Uh, drove my kids around. Yeah? Yeah, that's pretty much it. They're busy. I got athletes. You're in that yeah. phase, man. Yeah, it's here, man. And you're paying daddy taxi. Daddy, daddy taxi, man. Yeah. The moment uh, I need somebody to get a license. Yeah. I need somebody to get a license, and then I can, you know, I do it so Take much. some of that pressure off. Just a little bit. Yeah. But but I want them to do it safely. It's no, I'm not rushing you out of the car. I do enjoy that that time. But yeah, my God, we can't be everywhere at, at once. And I tell you what, it's got to be very very difficult to be able to just coordinate everything. I mean, sometimes it's I mean, not easy. And you got one kid going this way, the next kid going that way. I mean, yeah. my yeah. son is talking about he wants to do soccer and. Oh yeah, it's time. We, you know, we we've been talking to him. We're encouraging him to be involved in sports, but I just know with that, it's coming. It's going to require additional time. It's going to require additional effort and coordination. But it's needed. It's needed. It's needed. It's important. You got to have it. It's absolutely important. 
uh, because you know it's for their development. So we're uh, we're definitely going to pursue that. But I'll tell you what. Uh, one thing that we did was uh, we went down to Lake Cumberland, oh. and a couple of weeks ago, the one Sunday and the past ten months that I've been able to take off from from uh, church, and, and we enjoyed the weekend down there. But I have a testimony I want to share okay. uh, from that experience, man, because it was actually really really cool uh, to see God move in this way. So. I'm going to share this real quick with you guys, and then we're going to uh, get into our not-so-sponsors, which Rufus will explain here in a minute. It's a little <laughs> bit different tonight. Uh, but anyway, so we went down to Lake Cumberland, and we you know, we go down there. My uh, in-laws have the lake house, and we go down there once, once twice a year. Uh, it's just good to get away. It's beautiful down there. It's a oh, huge yeah. lake, uh, tons to do, and we go down there. So we go down there, and we go out on the water and everything, and go out. The water's like... Luke, Luke, warm, man. It's almost like bathtub water. It's so oh, wow. nice, so calm, beautiful weekend. I mean, the weather was like 80 degrees. It was just gorgeous. We get out there and we dive in. We're hanging out. We're tie, uh, tied out in one of the coves and everything and just swimming. And I look down and I realize that I lost my wedding ring. Oh, no. And legitimately, it when, evidently when I dove in, it slid off and went into the water. Oh. So it was gone. And I, I told Ashley, I said, Ashley, I was like, I lost my wedding ring. Like, oh boy. this is crazy. I've, I've never lost my wedding ring. It never comes off. So I don't understand, you know, how it happened, mm -hmm. what happened, why it happened. It happened. So, but I didn't let it, you know, run my weekend. You right. know, it's not uh, like I told her I'd much rather it be mine than lose hers. Oh hers yeah, is a lot more expensive. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, as women are, you know, it's just a men. You know, it's just one of those things. Lesson learned, though. When next time I go to the lake, I will put on one of the rubber ones. Yeah, where the rubber joints. Yeah, you know, get the uh, get that taken care of. But here's where God moved. So we come back from this, and we go to Coles. We're just doing some Kohl's back to school shopping mm -hmm. for my son. And I'm just out of cure. I go over to the uh, jewelry and the cologne section because I needed to get some more cologne. And I go through a bottle, bottle a year and it was time to buy that. So I was walking past there and it just so happens I walked by. I looked at the jewelry section and it caught my eye that the, the wedding rings, the men's wedding bands. And I looked and I was like, oh, you know, I'll look at those, see what they're off, you know, maybe I'll find something. Right. Cause I need to get something. I feel naked without it. Oh yeah. But the amazing thing is, is Ashley comes over and we have the lady come pull these out. And this woman ring is an exact replica of my previous wedding ring. Wow. Exact. It's a Triton. Uh, and which I love, you know, it's, t it's t uh, tungsten. It's oh, like yeah, tungsten. almost an impossible. Yeah. But to find the almost the exact same wedding ring, I mean, it's a little bit different on the outside, but 99% match. But here's the best part is it, we paid literally 80% less oh. for the same ring. Well, come on and work it out. I mean, it, it was amazing. <laughs> I'm like, this is mind-blowing for us to just get back from the lake, to go to Kohl's to do back-to-school shopping, and just find this, and not to mention it, perfectly fit. Yeah. I didn't have to get it. You didn't have to get it resized or anything. Perfect fit, perfect match, perfect price. I was like, praise the Lord. Ashley was like, like in those moments, man. Yeah. She was like, whoa, like this is mind-blowing. So, favor, <laughs> but it's just one of those things where we said, you know, God is amazing, and you know, 
I didn't like I said I didn't let it get me down. Didn't let it you know it could have ruined the weekend yeah. you know. But I didn't let let the, didn't let that happen. Didn't let the uh, Satan intervene in that time That's and awesome. try to take advantage of a situation. You know I knew God was going to provide, and sure enough, He did in an amazing wow. way. So just wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, it is very very cool to see how God works in the lives of everyone. And if you guys have some story and testimony you want to share with us, we would love to hear that because uh, we know that God is working every single day in the lives of everyone around us and he's doing amazing things. Absolutely. And, and that's something that I just wanted to share with you guys. Uh, I thought it was really cool and really encouraging that God is amazing. That's all I got to say. That's dope. That's good stuff. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it is so cool. Uh, God is good. God is good all the time. And, uh, but yeah, so uh, we do not have a not so sponsor. No, not a not so sponsor. But we do have a PSA. Oh, don't be sad. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I was really looking forward this to is, this is a not so sponsor. This is a personalized message. Okay. For back to school from the teachers, bus drivers, parents, administration, coaches. Okay, if your kids are nearby, that's good that they hear this. If not, you need to pass this message to them. The PSA is, your stomach does not hurt. Go back to class. <laughs> you ever had? You ever get that phone call? <laughs> your stomach don't hurt. Because before you left the house, you smashed waffles, eggs. You was running around on your phone. Now you're in first period and your stomach hurt. Oh, man. Your stomach don't hurt. Go back to class. That's the public service announcement. And they, your colleagues told you that they, you need, this needed to be This needs announced. to be out there. Your stomach don't hurt. Your stomach don't hurt. Go back, Go back to, to class. class. <laughs> okay. Go on back to class, man. You good. The wonderful things about Rufus Wilson and the public service announcements, not so sponsored. So what was the not so sponsor that I sent you a couple of weeks ago? We gotta share we gotta share a not so sponsor with our with our listeners, man. I can't remember what it was called. It's gonna bug me. It was really good. I had a couple. I just needed to get this one into the atmosphere. Yeah, we gotta make it obviously. Kids gotta, always call it home. Yeah, my stomach hurt. And I'm like, man, you probably just gotta go boo-boo. <laughs> go do that and you'll be all right. Go back to class. You ain't coming home. You've been home all summer. You're not coming home. <laughs> oh no! Oh, it was something about neighbors. They had what was? Oh, that? the the okay. So we had a service that we were going to uh, put out. If you if you are a person that wants to know a whole lot, but you just don't want to be nosy, you can call one eight hundred nosy neighbor and have somebody go out and do it for you. That's exactly what it was. Yes. So you don't have to be the person peeking over uh, uh, privacy fences or fussing about parking or kids that's at an apartment pool that shouldn't be there. You can call 1-800-NOSY-NEIGHBOR, have them do it. And that way you ain't the face of frustration. Nosy neighbor. I'll tell you what, this, this is actually a real thing. I really, we, somebody needs to do this because it, are you on a, like our, uh, our community has a Facebook page and on this Facebook page, everyone's always asking these questions like, hey, what are they building over by Menards? And somebody, of course, always- Somebody got the info. Somebody always responds, no, it's usually sarcasm. 
someone always recar- you know, responds, oh, it's another tire discounter. <laughs> or it's another Dunkin' Donuts. And you can like, never have enough of them. And you're like, some people just want to know. And I don't blame them. But there's, you know, there's certain people out there that have to know what's going on, I guess. And I just don't I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. They're the nosy neighbors. Yeah, I just don't, I don't care enough. One of our listeners says, just get a Karen. <laughs> just, oh man, not the Karens. Not the Karen. We're going to I can't away deal with the Karens, man. Man, the Karens of the Facebook world. Uh, They're a bit much. Yeah, they drive me crazy. Yeah, sometimes. I can't deal with Karen. But yeah, if you just want to know, I mean, just have a one eight hundred line. One eight hundred nosy neighbors. Nosy neighbors, and get the information you need and move on with They'll life. Send out some experienced staff member. They'll check it out for you. You know, yeah. if your grass a little high, they'll come by and knock on the door. So you ain't got to do it if you care that much. It should be a service. Me, I, I, I don't really care. <laughs> Someone out there measuring their grass. It, oh, they do it. <laughs> they do it. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll call the city in a heartbeat. No, the, the HOAs, man. I guess there's HOA rules for certain neighborhoods that if your grass is over a certain oh, length. Oh, man, they'll call the city. They'll, well, they'll, call, they'll fine you. It's like $1,000. It, it's it's crazy. I'll tell you what, though. Somebody did actually, uh, speaking of that, did file a notice with my na- uh, city because I got a notice in the mail saying I had to trim back my bush because it went over the, uh, it leaned over the sidewalk and man. it interfered with people like walking, I guess. I, I was like, yeah, that's no Come problem. Come on, man. I was I, like, that's fine. You know, I understand it. But it, it, again, nosy neighbor. Yeah, somebody called about that. Because they, they ain't did. just looking for that. Somebody called. They did. Like, I just don't care enough. Never too many Dunkin' Donuts. Hey, I'm telling you what, Samantha. Uh, oh, my good friend, Sam. Yeah, my wife would absolutely agree with I love you. Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. Like I said, pumpkin season. It's getting into fall. Yeah, and it's Jelly getting, Donuts, man. Mm, good stuff. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we're going to dig into a wonderful topic that we're going to talk about. This is episode four, and we are talking about prayer and expectations. Yes. Yes. I think that we should have an expectation with prayer. Uh, but there's, like you said, there is a, there's an approach. There's an approach to the altar that we must take. There is still some designated order to get results out of prayer, you, you know, and you can't just have expectations for the, the craziness. Mm. I think some of that comes with faith, mm-hmm. but in your prayer time, you should be a little bit more serious uh, with your approach to the king. So, oh, Absolutely. It requires discipline and it requires faith and obedience. And uh, prayer is, is, is so important um, to faith in yeah. general. I yeah. mean, in order to believe that God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you've got to believe that prayer, there's power. I've said this before. There's power in words, and there's power in prayer as well. And yes. it's, it's very clear in the Bible. I uh, figured we'd start with, uh, you know, where, where in the Bible, you know, I was thinking of, like, where does it talk about prayer? And it talks about it in Matthew. Um, it talks about it in Matthew chapter six and pull this up real here uh, and read the NIV version here real quick. And then I'll read the easy read version, but um, it talks about prayer in verse five. And it says, when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites for mm. they love to pray standing in the synagogues on the street corners and been seen by, by others. Truly. I tell you, 
They have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father, who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. But do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. That's, I like that you went there, because that is something that I wanted to go at. But with the babble part, mm. the babble part, we have to understand also uh, what it says in Romans. So Romans 8, 26 uh, discusses our infirmities as far as prayer, our infirmities as humans, meaning that we are created flawed. Absolutely. And it, it talks about that, and it says, uh, likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. It talks about that. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groaning, which, not can, which, which cannot be uttered. Meaning, when he's talking about that babble, yeah. I think if the Lord knows your heart, like he does say in this, the spirit works intercession for us. Thank God for the spirit. Amen. Because a lot of times when we do go to our prayer closet, we don't know. And sometimes we might pray for a situation that God is not done dealing with. Yeah. Somebody could be dealing with alcoholism and we just praying away for them. God's still working in their life. We can only pray God's will be done, not to restrict them from something that God needs them to go through. Yeah. So, when we go before the king, he knows our heart, but he also, we don't know the complete situation. Mm-hmm. So that's when that, that's when the spirit works in intercession for us. And I just found it so powerful in Matthew six and what you talked about. And when, and that was one of the main things that it really struck a chord with me was the babbling. Like, don't ask God for the same thing over and over and oh. over and over and over and over. Like, like it's on repeat. Like you don't need to. Like God hears you. He knows your heart. He knows your deepest desires and your wants. And that's actually in one of the other verses that that I was looking up and he knows the desires of our hearts. And I'm going to go into this take uh let's see. Yeah, here we go. So it is Psalms 37 verses 4 and it says take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Yes. Yes. Take delight. Take delight. You know, and, and that's the thing. Like, we have to take delight in God. We have to, there, and I've been feeling this in my spirit. Like, there is a, there is an absolute power to being optimistic in life. Mm-hmm. When you live in by faith and you live in optimism versus the negative and being down all the time and God and living in that's your sorrows, that's not life, that's man. Not life. That's not what God wants for you. And he knows your desires and he knows your deepest needs and wants. And he knows your heart on an individual level. And we just, you have to take delight even in the wilderness seasons. And we've had this conversation. Yeah. Like, and for those of you, go back and listen to uh, earlier episodes where we talk about the wilderness seasons because you're going to experience the ups and downs of life. But where you see the biggest breakthrough and where you see the biggest growth and development and character and in your heart and in your faith 
is in those low moments. Yeah. And when you take delight in that and you spin it around and you don't allow the, the enemy to, to intercede in those moments that you just, you say, God, you're taking this test and you're going to turn it into a testimony. Mm-hmm. Like I was going back to when I was at the lake. I could have let the enemy t- intercede in that moment. I could have let him wear me down and we could have ruined my weekend and it, I could have been all down and out about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But then if I just delight in it and just say, you know what, God, it's just a materialistic thing. I, it's just right. a symbol. You know, it does not. Yeah, that don't mean you're not married. Right, exactly. I just lost the it ring. I could I replace that. You replaced and, it. And I, he replaced it. Right. In in an amazing way. Yeah. Like, the desires of your hearts, no matter what, just stay true to the word of God. Now, to, to reiterate the desires of your heart, it says to delight yourself, the desires of your heart. Sometimes the Lord will give you something if you're begging for it. Just to prove a point that you wasn't prepared for this. I know right now I'm not ready for a million dollars. Yeah. I know without a shadow of a doubt I'm not rich because I'm not mature enough to be a millionaire. Mm. So he's not going to put that burden on me. Now, there are some people that pray for, I want to be in the music industry. And I, I use the music industry because that's been the downfall for so many people. It's been, it's it's kind of that double-edged sword because the music industry is not, it's not at all a part of God's will because a lot of people don't use that platform for him. Yeah. So it's been kind of the downfall. So some people beg, I want this recording contract. I want to do this. I want to be a superstar. And and the Lord will just say, all right, here, fine. Take it. Because you're not listening to me when I tell you it's not what you need. Here, take it. And He'll do just like the disciples when they was floating out on that water in that storm and he was about to walk past them. Mm-hmm. He will make you acknowledge who he is because of something you begged for. So the desires of your heart aren't ultimately all the time the good thing. Sometimes he'll just say, all right, take this. You keep asking, I'm going to let you know right now that you wasn't ready for it and you're going to have to seek me in order to fix this. And it, it comes down to what you were just talking about with God's will. Yep. And uh, I want to reference 1 John 5, verse 14. It says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. Yep. So again, it goes right back to what you were saying. And we had this conversation before the show where we were talking about the million dollar thing. And I was like, you know, you can pray for a million dollars every day and every night. And it, he, like you just said, though, he may give it to you. Just he to, may. He may not, though. I mean, a lot of people confuse the word luck with the goodness of God. I honestly, I don't know if there's any, any such thing as the word luck. I don't believe in luck. I believe in the goodness of God. And if there's something good that happens, I give God the glory. Yeah, because I, you'd he's spare. ultimately you responsible. You spare it in some some form that you need to uh, acknowledge God that you, you know, Hey, you got me out of this one. I need to figure out why. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, there's power in prayer. There's power in the word of God. And if you pray on the promises of God and there's three, over 3000 promises in the Bible. Oh yeah. It's a ton. 3000. So there's never been broken. If there's anything in this life and you're, struggling and you pray to God about it, pray on his promises. Yeah. Pray on the promise, read the Bible, find the promise that applies to your situation, pray over it, 
declare it in the name of Jesus, and I promise you, he will never fail. I also think that if you're going to prayer for material things, you probably need to read the Bible again because some of the things that we go to go to prayer about, cars, better homes, a better, you know, that's all favor. That's a promise. Yeah. As we are children of the most high, we are entitled to those things. That's minimal. We are entitled to riches. We are entitled to nice homes and cars. We just don't speak it. We don't, we don't, we don't speak that into existence like we should. Or when we get it, we don't acknowledge where it came from. And that's the thing. And, it, and materialistic things can become idols. And we, you know, if we're not careful, we can idolize the material things of this world where really we should be worshiping and idolizing the Lord, our Heavenly Father. Yeah. And if you idolize some of the material stuff, like if, you, if you're a true Christian, if you're a true Christian, I'm a... I'm going to try to tread lightly on this because this has been something that we've, I'll say, dealing with. Yeah. If you're a true Christian and you're caught up in ideology, you got it bad. There is a significant difference. And you got I've said it bad. this before. There's a significant difference between religion and relationship. Oh, yeah. And if you are in a, living in accordance to religion and doctrine and theology. And those things are fine, but they can be spun and misconception, you know, misconceived to where they fit an agenda. And that's what I'm saying. Like the word of God is the truth and it, it is to be taken at face value and is not to be, changed or manipulated no. it, is, it is what it says no fluff right and so but it comes through relationship and where with the relationship with god when you are in that relationship and you are growing in that relationship you know like we were talking about we're royalty yeah we are royalty in god's eyes we are royalty because of his one and only son was died on the cross and spilt his blood that covers us. Mm -hmm. He covers all of our sins. He covers all of our the transgressions and all of the things of this sins of our flesh. That doesn't mean that we don't struggle with them. That doesn't mean that we live sinless lives. We don't. We are we are not perfect. But because of the blood of Christ, because of that royal blood of Jesus Christ on that cross, we therefore in the eyes of the lord our heavenly father are viewed as royalty mm -hmm. and therefore there are things expectations yeah that come with that on both but it goes both ways you got some behaviors that you have to uh attend you can't just you know if you're if you're not doing what you're supposed to your prayers i mean if you're if you're a seasoned christian and you're not doing what you're supposed to, but you continuously in your prayer closet. You can forget about it, I think. I mean, that's like with my kids. You ain't doing what you're supposed to do. And I use that analogy because we are the children of the most high God. Yep. You're not doing what you're supposed to do, but you come to me and say, hey, I need a new iPhone. Man, please. <laughs> you ain't been worshiping. You haven't. You, you got an attitude all the time. You got a foul mouth. 
Yeah. Where's your worship at? When I ask you to do something, you're not obedient. Mm. That's the same with this. Anybody that's gone to the cross and played and paid that price, that's a blood covenant made. Amen. That you hold up your end of the bargain, I got you. All I ask is that you worship. Just acknowledge that I did it. Mm. We we would put more effort into giving somebody $20 back that they that they borrowed, that we borrowed from them, than we would to just worship for somebody that went to the cross. Seen it. Somebody borrowed $20. Man, I, I got to get this guy's $20 back. But somebody paid the ultimate price with his life on the cross, and we have an issue. There's always some sort of rebuttal, but, but I, I, I really don't Church is not for me. Oh, the Bible was this. But we'll open the dictionary, believe everything in there. We'll open the history books, believe everything in there. We will make sure that the person that done us wrong will we'll have that conversation. But our relationship with somebody who paid a price, a winning price, there's always a, a, a there's always a halfway. Mm. And I don't get it. You can't be lukewarm. You can't be lukewarm. Amen. You can't. If somebody, it's already done. Yep. It's done. And that's and that goes back to what we were talking about with the religion versus relationship. The relationship is an all-in commitment, right? Yeah. It's like, it's a bond. It is a covenant with the Lord, Heavenly Father. It's, it's, it is something that cannot be broken. Yeah. The covenant, a blood covenant means that he has to. He's made promises that, you know, he has to. Yep. But as we accept it, as we say, all right, I accept the Lord is my Savior. Now we have to. Yeah. You can't say that, but I just want to do it sometimes. I want to do it sometimes my way. Yeah. It, does, it doesn't and work. It comes down to obedience, and it comes down to submission, and it comes down to the Word of God and just being dedicated and being held accountable. Oh, Yeah. To living that way, but and only God you will, can hold you accountable. Well, God will hold you accountable. That too. I mean, that only. That's what I tell my kids when if something happens. I say, "Hey, only you and Jesus know." Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and. Yeah, I mean, He's going to convict you. Yeah. There's things in this life. If you're not on the right path, the the Lord unknown caller will convict you, and He will straighten it out, mm-hmm. and He gives you the opportunity to correct. Right. Oh. Oh yeah, he gives you the opportunity to correct, and it's up to you. It's it's it, it. That's the goodness of God. That's His free will. Yep, it is free. You have the ability. You have the choice. You have the responsibility to make the decision. You do because He loves you that much. He loves us that much that he. But again. There's expectations. Like we said, expectations in prayer. There's expectations in relationship and religion. And yeah. there's expectations. Yeah. And I want to go to Philippians 4, 6 real quick, where it says we were we had this great, great podcast uh, episode about anxiety. And I encourage you, if you haven't listened to it, to go oh, back and listen to out. it. Because Philippians 6, 4, 6, uh, talking about prayer and how this ties it into it. Blessing. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Mm-hmm. Key words there, folks. Prayer, 
Petition, thanksgiving. Yep. Thanksgiving being glory to God. Thanks be to him. That's the worship. The one and only worship. That's the praise. That's That's the praise. Amen. And you lay it down. When we talked about this, talked about this, that's why altar calls. You're in the Lord's house. You're in corporate worship. You are praising God. You are worshiping God. And he can, he, he intercedes in a moment of conviction. Oh, big time. He convicts you. He tells you this is, he identifies to you something that is in your life that needs to change. Yeah. What do you do with it? You take it to the altar and you lay it down. And when you turn something over to God, when you turn something over to God, you have to do just that. It's not easy because we don't possess that. You know, we do possess that. Forget about it. Quality. We have it. We don't use it in times that we need to. Amen. Stress and anguish, things that uh, uh, completely burden our lives on a daily basis. We carry that. But if somebody hurts your feelings, oh, I can, I can, I can unblock you. I can delete all your pictures. I can unfollow you. We possess that quality, but when it's something that we've done wrong, we don't have the we don't have the quality to just sit it down and say, "All right, I need to leave that alone." Yeah, because the stuff that's bad for you feels great. I can't. I, I, I I'm dealing with this. I think the Lord may understand that I'm dealing with this. Eh, uh, but you know better. But yeah. you know better. <laughs> yeah. And one one other thing I do want to talk about is how we pray. And um, I, I Jesus teaches about prayer in the book of Matthew again, uh, and in Luke. And further on in in there, he gives the example of the Lord's prayer. And I do want to be very clear about this: the Lord's prayer in Scripture is a guide, folks. It is a guide and it is not to be a lot of people. It's, it's, it's a, an example, not the exact way to do it. Like you don't have to start out your prayer with our father in heaven. No, it's not. It's not. That Hallowed serious. be thy name. It's not that serious. You have to understand. <laughs> like it, it's just like a conversation we have right exactly. now. Exactly. It's a conversation. And some people view their relationship with Christ in that way. They think of it in such in a formal way <laughs> that, you know, I have to pray a certain way. I have to pray this exact prayer every single day, every single meal. And I'm telling you, folks, when you do stuff like that, Man. you're restricting your prayer life. And you probably sound goofy. Well, in, in, the, in the ears of God? <laughs> well, I mean, just like... He has to have a sense of humor. He does. And he's probably like, why won't they just talk to me? Like, you know, I I took on the form of flesh so that I could better understand everything that's going on so that I could fix it. Yeah. I know exactly what's going on down there. You don't talk to other people like this. Don't talk to me like that. Yeah. I fix things. I, 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 I'm a provider. I'm, I'm, I understand what you're going through. You, you wasn't talking like that. When you were sinning, don't talk like that when you're trying to fix it. You are you. I know who you are because I created you. Yeah. 
And, and I love that verse. Don't get me wrong. I love the Lord's Prayer. But again, it can be taken to such an extent that it's it's almost like formalized where it's cookie cutter. The and, Lord, yeah, the Lord's Prayer. Your relationship with Christ is not ever meant to be cookie cutter. It's supposed no. to be ever evolving, ever growing, ever changing. And that's that's my encouragement to you guys is don't don't try to put God in a in a shape of a cookie cutter. No, it, it, it's not going to work out that way. No, uh, you know, just continue to pray, just like we're having these conversations. Yeah. You know, pray to God, lift Him up, praise Him, worship Him, and lay the things that you're struggling with at His feet. Say it out loud, though. Like, man, Lord, I'm struggling with this. You know, I'm struggling with this. I need help. I can't do this on my own. I need help. Yeah, it's just like that. And you don't have to do it on your own. I mean, like, I, you know. Again, there's power in prayer, and there's pro- there's power in numbers. But so you can't often go to everybody with your business. No, that's true. You can't. No. That's why it's called a prayer closet. Uh, you go in there, shut the door, and talk to me. Uh, because people will take your business and run with it. Yes, I agree. And ultimately, you know, I, I know I could come to you. I could come to you with some stuff and say, yo, bro, I need to talk to you about this. And... We're personal. We, you know, I'm, t- I'm telling you that in confidence. Yep. And you would respect that. But to go to somebody like in at church that you really don't know in the prayer line and they say, uh, what's ailing you? Well, let's pray about it. I don't need you. Yeah, I can talk to the Lord just like you can. Sure. And but here this brings up another topic we're we're gonna we're gonna dig into is but you need to understand that pastors are there to pray with you. With you. Not pray for you. They don't have another form of connection or communication than we do. We don't have an, another hotline. No, they were just chosen to be the pastor. <laughs> there is an appointing and anointing. There's an anointing and a calling there. Yes, there is. But... But that doesn't give us any extra privileges no. or rights or communications with God. I, I can't I can't pray. I don't even know what you need. And we struggle the same way everyone yeah, else I'm does. A human. Actually, I would I would argue we struggle more. Well, some people <laughs> would even it. say like some people would even say you were foolish for even stepping in this arena. Like, you tell anybody I'm a pastor, and they'll say, "Oh man, I feel sorry for you." <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, you can you can talk to God just you can talk to the Lord just like anybody else, and you should. You don't have to tell anybody your business. I think it's so awesome. Like remember, like when you look at your kids when they're like in that age of like two to three, and their imaginations are just running wild, mm-hmm. right? Like they think so far outside the box. Oh, absolutely, and it's so awesome to watch. Yeah. And that's where their creativity comes from. Mm-hmm. That's where their imaginary friends yep. come from. Yep. Embrace that, folks, because Don't that, lose that. that type of mentality is what you should have with your Lord and Heavenly Father. He is that imaginary friend, but he's real. He's real. He's not imaginary. No. He is literally sitting right beside me and Rufus right, right now. now. He is right here in his, this room. His presence we, is We here. can't see him, but we can feel him. Yeah, I we know he's in the building. And we can hear him. Yeah. And that is the beautiful thing about it. When your kids are growing up and they are talking about their imaginary friend, like Riley goes into her room and says, <laughs> she has this little elephant. And she's like, I'm going to go ride Sean. We encourage that. 
Go. Because I don't know where she got the name Sean. We haven't figured that one out. They yet. probably told her. That's what his name was. I guess. But <laughs> anyway, Sean has a place in her imagination. And we embrace that 100% because we know that that is the open foundation. That's laying a foundation. I think that's laying a foundation faith. for some bad buddy. And I think your faith should be ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. It should. Every time. My wife and I talk about a house. I'm like, that ain't big enough. Amen. That's not big enough. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what do you mean? We can't. If I said, man, we can afford whatever we want. Mm -hmm. Because you got to remember who you are. Amen. You are royalty. And when you figure that out, all those doors open. Yeah. And but you got to do what you suppose. And we're going to have mansions in heaven. Man, heck yeah. Yeah. I want one here. Absolutely. I want one here. Not because I just got to. I want space. I honestly don't want my kids to leave home. Yep. I don't. I'm struggling with that now. They all getting older now, and they all talking about, well, when I do this, when I'm like, man, you don't have to leave. Yeah, that's. You don't have to leave, but I do I, I, I do have to trust that I raised them the right way to go out and live prosperous lives. And that's where you find the greatest, the greatest feeling in the world. Yeah. When you know that I know I they can good. go out in the world and they are able to survive yeah. on their own. And. That's that's the true accomplishment. And just that's what the Lord, Heavenly Father, wants for us. That's it. He wants us to have the faith and the confidence to go out into the world and face every single day challenges. And to just to know, like, I remember when I was 18. Do you remember when you were 18? Man, I don't know if I want to talk about that. When you try, <laughs> I remember the first time I tried to move out on my own. It was an utter failure. Yeah. I lasted probably about two weeks. And because uh. I was so wrapped up in my head, like... I've got this, right? Yeah. And I found out I hit rock bottom real quick. Yeah. And what did I do? I went running back. Right back home. Home. The same way with our Heavenly Father. And we need to treat our relationship with him like that because he's got our back like that. Here's the thing with that, though. You don't have to leave that. You don't have to leave home. Yeah. There's no, there's nothing outside of this relationship that's going to be better. And I can tell you right now, it might be some things you might find comfort in. You might find comfort in drinking. You might find solace in smoking. You might find uh, peace with men and women. But I'm going to tell you, there's not a there's not a relationship or any type of safety you're going to find that's better than being uh, in the comfort of God. Yeah, and, it, and it's a and being in His presence, His and being, presence, and in those moments of deepest prayer and worship is like there's nothing that replicates that. Yep, and it is it is very very comforting. Uh, there's so many examples of the word prayer in the Bible, folks, and I encourage you just to open your Bible app, go to the search tab, and type in the word prayer. If You'll you, be amazed. You will be amazed. It will blow your mind. The high priestly prayer. Oh, man. There's so many things that and examples and parables that Jesus taught about prayer, and we can't. We don't have the time to go through everything today. It's that many. There is. And, and you'll find that most of them are his words absolutely if it's in red it's his words it's god's word it's from jesus christ we, we have a blueprint yeah we literally have the blueprint it's the bible man the bible <laughs> is the blueprint you can type in depression mm -hmm. and it's gonna take you where you need to be there mm -hmm. is never a reason and we're gonna go through something but your emotions are all everything you need from the time you get here to the time you leave is in the book 
There's nowhere else. There's no other religion that can create. Yep. There's no other religion that can say, I've conquered the grave. There's no other religion that can say, I have I have the keys to eternal life. There's none other. And they don't even try because they know better. They have had to face. They've had to look God in the eye. Yep. And they have had to bow. And they have had to confess his name. You know, I'm thankful that we live in the New Testament and not the Old Testament. Man, please. We wouldn't have lived past we wouldn't have lived in the Old Testament. Because of the grace of God. That he, nah, man. Man, I'll tell you what. There's some stories. Like, if you want to understand the true power of God, Pastor Jim hit on it today. Smite. Smite. <laughs> Smite. He was talking today about what we've been in this series, uh, talking about no God but me. And, man, he hit it on the head today. He was talking oh, about, when he busted that dude, man, he took all them body parts. Yeah, that's insane. Now look at him. Come, up, come on in the Holy of Holies and look at this guy. Yeah, he was talking about idols. And <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about how after that, after the, you know the Ark of the Covenant, it stood the ground of uh, versus Dragon. He also said that what came with that, what was after that, is he plagued them. Yeah, he did. He plagued hemorrhoids, them. hemorrhoids of all things. And uh, I don't know if you guys know what I'm sure. That, yeah, if you don't know yeah. what hemorrhoids is, God bless your soul. Yeah, you don't want it. You don't want it. It, it is the, the whole the whole town, it, everybody. I know. It's crazy. You and can't then, even ask somebody what's wrong. Why are you walking like that? But come on, man. You know I'm walking like this. Why are you asking me that? No ointments, uh, no cream. Yeah, back then they didn't have that man, stuff. Yeah, none man. of that. You probably went to the blacksmith like, bro, what can I do about this? Oh, and he like, man, I'm going to heat up this butter knife. Oh, no. <laughs> but they just going to come back because the plague ain't done yet. God's I, not done doing what he's doing here. I, I, I absolutely love what he said. What he said, you know, God does have a sense of humor yeah. because he was being a pain in the butt. Literally. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm going to tell you what, Old Testament stuff, there's a lot of stuff in that it, from the Old Testament that, you know, seafood, can't eat it. I can't even really grow a beard, but I, I would have smited. He can't grow a beard. <laughs> Get this dude out of here. Old Testament stuff, man, please. Yeah. It's crazy, but I'm so thankful for that, uh, you know, because of Jesus and the the, the sacrifice on the cross. We don't Big have to time. endure the true no, power of we God. we wouldn't have made it. Uh, in his eyes, we are viewed as royalty. Thank and, you for grace. Yeah. And so we are going to end this episode with some encouraging uh, words. And if you guys are... Would like to again uh, send us your prayer request. You can uh, message us through Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Leave comments on this on the video, or even through Anchor. You can message us that way. Yeah. We'd love to hear um, what you guys are needing for prayer. We want to pray with you, um, and not for you, uh, yeah. because you know there we can't is, do that. There is power in prayer, and I would be reminisced if I didn't say that we also need to pray for as a nation uh, for Afghanistan. That is a horrible situation. And it is something that uh, as a veteran, I'm very sad by it, but I also take peace and comfort knowing that God's plan and his will will be done. Yeah. And that uh, there, the sacrifices, the blood, sweat, and tears will not be in vain. And his, his goodness will shine through. For sure. And I'll, I do want to end with this verse, Philippians 4, 
uh, verse 7. It says, Because you belong to Christ Jesus, God's peace will stand guard over all your thoughts and feelings. His peace can do this far better than our human minds. Mm. So just know God's peace is with you. All the time. And turn to him to prayer. He is good. He is good all the time. We Again, there is expectations that come from the power of prayer. Yeah. And we encourage you to live the fullest in your prayer life. Pray in your yeah. prayer closet. Pray on the altar in church. Pray Worship. As a, pray together as a group of Christians. There is power in prayer yeah. and power in the word of God. And we just have to declare it over our lives. We have to ins- be disciplined about it. And we have mm-hmm. to continually pray over God's promises. Absolutely. That he's never broken. Amen. So we hope you guys enjoyed uh, the episode today. Again, uh, Unified Christian Podcast. We are so excited to be able to be back, and we are in full swing now, uh, getting into the fall, and we're excited. There's more episodes to come, more not-so-sponsors to come, (laughs) and it's going to be a lot of fun, and we look forward to hearing back from you guys. Enjoy the the week. Uh, And stay tuned. Stay here. We're going to do the post show. We're going to read your comments. So don't go anywhere. Stay here. Yeah, if you guys are uh, watching us live right now, stay um, in here. You can definitely stay with us, and we'll be, love to talk with you guys and answer and pray with you guys at that time. If you're listening on the podcast, you guys can check it out on the Anchor.fm, on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and on Twitch. You guys have a great blessed week, and we will talk to you soon. Unified Christian Podcast is a production of Unified Christian Media. For more information, please visit www.anchor.fm slash unified-christian-podcast. You can also follow Unified Christian Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. Thanks for listening.